Welcome back to another episode of The Top Step. My name is Ryan Roland-Smith. Now, in this episode, I'm joined by Seattle Mariners' top prospect and a big part of this starting rotation, Mr. Justice Sheffield. Now, I started this podcast and called it The Top Step because some of my favorite memories in the big leagues were standing on the top step of the dugout with teammates, hearing their story and being inspired by their journey. And for Justice, he was one of these kids who absolutely dominated high school baseball, committed to attend Vanderbilt University with his big bro, but he decided to go straight into pro ball when the Indians used that first round draft pick to lure him away from the college route. After an arrest, underage drinking in his first year of pro ball, being a part of two high profile trades and a 2019 that started with some serious struggles, sending him back to double A, He's finally found a home and ready for a huge 2020. Well, once we get started, that is. Now, if you're enjoying this episode, make sure you press that subscribe button wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can also watch this episode on YouTube. There is a link below in the notes. All right, Mariner fans, I hope you enjoy this episode as Justice Sheffield joins me on the top step. No matter what happens, Ryan Roland Smith has something to tell his grandkids right here. First appearance of the big leagues. <laughs> Face a Hall of Famer. Famer. <laughs> Especially if he strikes them out. Here comes the one-two pitch to Junior now. The breaking ball. He struck him out. Yeah, that will be a story for the rest of his life. <laughs> as he strikes out Ken Griffey Jr. And the inning is over. But what an inning it was. All right, Justice. All right, so I've got to ask you, where are you right now? Uh, right now, I'm back home. Yeah. Okay. Um, Tennessee. Yeah, I, I was. Yep, back home in Tennessee. I was out in Arizona for a little bit after, uh, you know, they started shutting things down, thinking we was gonna stay, but uh, you know, I ended up getting a flight home and back back in Tennessee. Was everyone sticking around in Arizona? Was that the plan? Was everyone like, hey, let let let's just stay put and work out together? Yeah, that was the the plan at first. We had a meeting about it, the players and stuff. So. Uh, that was kind of the plan, and then once they kind of shut down the facility, it was like there's really no point of us even being out here. So uh, it's crazy. Started loading up. Yeah, I have never, and I'm not that I'm that much older than you, but you know, I, every day I wake up, I'm like, what is happening right now? It's crazy. So wait, was that a was that something when MLB said you have the right to go home, but you, did you have veterans saying, hey, let's all just stay here and work out, or how'd that work? Yeah, we had a couple of vets, you know, like saying that they was gonna stay out there and. Uh, you know, continue to work out at the facility and things like that. Yeah. But then, uh, you know, some other guys had, you know, different plans, you know, family, you know, it's, yeah. it's a different situation, um, you know, for everyone. And, uh, you know, I, I could understand guys want to be with their family back home yeah. and, and get get back. But, um, yeah, a couple guys tried to stay, but once they shut it down, it was really no point. There's no point. Was that mm -hmm. something – did they give you any warning about that? Was there like – did you guys have meetings saying, hey, this possibly could happen? Or was it just a – did Scott Service walk in one day and say, hey, everyone has to get out of here? I mean, we had a meeting, and he was just kind of day by day. They were taking phone calls. I mean, they sent us home one day and called us back in uh, yeah. a couple hours later just because, you know, they were playing the by-ear phone call. Um, but – we we had meetings and he was saying that uh, he was going to stay around for a little bit and then probably end up going home. Um, but I mean, there was really nothing else to be said. But uh, <laughs> stay stay close to the phone and you know just yeah. uh, keep a head out. Have they been checking in with you like you know throughout these last couple of weeks? Do they check in with you? Yeah, yeah. I've talked to pretty much everyone. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. So they they've called me, I think twice, maybe three times since I've left Arizona. So right. uh, just talking about baseball things. Have you heard the latest? Have you heard the, the the plan? Just like literally last night, I think I read it that to have start in Arizona, no fans. Have you heard? Have you heard anything about that? I seen something today actually, uh, yeah. where they were talking about us staying out in Arizona and renting out hotels and, and things like that, which is, I mean, that's pretty crazy. But yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess to get the season going, I guess they got to do something. Yeah, I, I'm begging them to do it, man, because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sitting here, dude. I've got nothing to do. You know what I'm saying? Dude, like, I'm, bo- I'm so yeah. bored. I have literally nothing. I work out and I throw this. I mean, so, no, no. well, ha- how do you work out? Like, you're in Tennessee right now. Um, yeah. wh- where are you at? Like, are you at your your parents' place? Are you at your your place? Are you with with your your brother? Is your brother down there? Yeah, he's down here too. Uh, but yeah. no, we rented out a place in uh, for the off season, a uh, place in Nashville, and that lease yeah. is up. So uh, we had to move back home actually, um, and and bunk it with the parents, which is all good, you know, uh, yeah. getting to see the family, spend time with them, and things like that. But uh, you know, I'm yeah. I'm finding my ways around the gym. Um, my buddy, he uh, actually has a nice indoor facility uh, gym oh, nice. that oh, uh, lets me go use. So I'll use that. And then my dad's got a little rig in in the garage, you know, that I'll get out there and do some things too. So nice. And do they like? Did they give any kind of indication for how you do spring training before it started? Anything like that? The last thing I heard was they're going to give us a three weeks of normal spring training before we start playing games. And wow. Feel, I've heard. From things from it's going to be in Arizona to we could go to Seattle and just have a spring training out there. Right. So, okay. By the way, I envision this. I I asked you in spring training. I said, hey, you want to get together and and, and do this? Obviously in person. See, I envision yeah. this. Okay. Wait till he gets back to Seattle after he just goes eight shut out you know, on top of the dugout. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> talking through a screen, which seems so normal. Like, I mean, I've got I've got buddies from back in Australia. We're setting up like having a beer over Zoom. It's a, the weirdest yeah, thing, that's man. That's crazy. Yeah. You it's know, crazy. It, because I, I struggle like talking, you know, on FaceTime. I struggle with the, you know, looking at the screen. I, I, right. I'm happy to talk on the phone, but having to stare at the screen, I want to do, want to do other things. It's crazy. But no, dude. And the reason I say that is because you would, you looked so good in spring training. I already had a chance to watch you in person down in spring training, and then the, and the clips and everything else. For you, what was? I think the word I, I liked, I used on air was, you just look comfortable. And not, not that you – at the end of last year, you look completely different. And I want to dive into 2019. But just everything was slowed down for this spring yeah. training. Going into spring, if you can remember, especially after all yeah. this, what what was different? What what was that, you know, that mindset for you? Yeah, I think it was just uh, – I mean, getting those uh, innings under my belt the year before, that was yeah. a big help. Um, you know, getting into rotation, getting into that – to that uh routine um that very that helped a lot and then uh coming into this year i was like dude this is like my fourth maybe you know fourth spring training big league camp so yeah i mean i've done it before i've been yeah. here before so it's you know it's just one of those things where let's just go out here and put the word again i need to put in and not put yeah. any pressure on myself just right play well yeah do, do you think and and this is something and again i want to talk about this because we met uh we were on a caravan at the beginning of last year down yep. in Portland, and I remember talking to you. One thing that stuck with me, and I, I talked about this last year, was when you when you were with the Yankees. You started with the Indians. You went to the Yankees, and one thing that kind of got in your way was a bit of a hurdle. Was they instead of just letting you go out and pitch because you were a kid, you know, in high school you just dominated, right? You were it, it pitched off stuff, and you and you yeah. just overwhelmed hitters. 
all of a sudden the Yankees are here saying, hey, let's try and do this and try and do that. And you're getting away from what you naturally do. I don't know if you remember talking about that, but you said, mm-hmm. I just want to go out and pitch. You yeah. know, all of a sudden analytics are jumping in. Has that been, especially coming over with the Mariners, has that been something you've been able to balance out, like using the information and still having a chance just, just to be yourself out there? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think as the time goes on, I've been able to evolve as a pitcher um, on and off the field um, and using the analytics like that. You know, I was I was so not so into that. You know, I just wanted yeah. to rock. I wanted to go get my outs, um, you know, kind of brought up in the old school type yeah. coaching. You know, that's all my coaches were. And uh, but uh, as I've gotten through just this year, um, even just through spring training, uh, you know, using the analytics is huge. Um, you know, I've, I went to a, from a four seam to a two seam just off using analytics, seeing that I have a sinking fastball and uh, yeah. using that to my advantage. So it's like uh, as we evolve, I mean, I think I'm evolving it too. So uh, it's pretty yeah. cool to see see that working yeah. in my game. But you got to trust the information though, right? I remember, and the reason I say that, in 2010, I just bombed. I had a terrible year. And the mm-hmm. one thing they kept telling me, hey, look, and this is what I want, this is where I'm sort of going with you is they said, oh, you have to start trying to cut fastball. So in my mind, I fell into this trap of thinking, all right, my fastball's not good enough. I have to trick someone. Yeah. So when it, when it everyone's like, oh, just start throwing the two-seamer. Like, it's that easy. You have to trust it, man. And what yeah. I noticed in spring training, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but you were just – it just looked comfortable in a sense because you talk about the two-seamer, and you had a ton of sink and life on that pitch. It just looked like you'd been throwing it for years. Yeah, yeah, I think it was – just trust honestly that's the yeah. main thing i mean you know pitching uh in the big leagues you can't go out there and and not trust any of your stuff yeah. you're gonna go out there and get whacked you know right. uh so uh <laughs> i mean just going out there and just trusting my stuff and I, did, I wanted to throw the ball over the plate and see what they wanted and see what they was gonna do and that's kind of what i was doing so there's nothing worse than when you're out there and, and <laughs> yeah you're, you're in a big count and it's like your third fourth best pitch you know it and you're like, yeah. oh, here we go. It's just yeah. the worst feeling. I was well, throwing this cut for, dude. Yeah, it's terrible. I was throwing this cutter. It was like 82 miles an hour, just flat. <laughs> just getting <laughs> rocked. And the and, and this is in into April. The season already started. And we're in Chicago. Yeah. I got crushed. And the pitching coach is like, hey man, stay with it. You know, like it's something. I'm like, dude, this sucks. And finally, <laughs> finally, I just I just canned it. I was like, no, I'm I'm done with this. Yeah. But it comes down to who's giving you that information too, right? Right. So who right. who who is it? Like, how does that conversation go down? You're in spring training. How, how does that start? You, do you come into spring, or is this something in the off season? They say, "Hey, man, look, you're two seamer because the way we're seeing from you know from the analytics is doing mm-hmm. this." When does that conversation start? Yeah. Uh, well, that started for me in the off season uh, last yeah. year at the end of the year, and they just mentioned it to me and. That was that. They gave it, you know, just mention it, uh, yeah. let it, let it go through my head real quick, and went in the off season, mess around with it a little bit. Didn't really do too much with it because I didn't trust it at first. You know, I didn't yeah. really see improvement or uh, quick, quick uh, results. Um, yeah. And so I kind of threw it away like you did. And then uh, when I got to spring training, um, they mentioned it again, and then I tried it in my bullpen, and then I started working with it more and more, and then seeing the results, and then finally put it in the game and uh you know just trusted it you have to see the hitter's reaction though don't you right like yeah, you have to get yeah. to the point and that that's the hard thing in the offseason i don't know in the offseason do you get a chance to face hitters no i didn't i didn't yeah. get to at all so yeah but i know that, what you're talking about it's you don't you don't know what it's going to look like <laughs> until batter standing up there yeah because <laughs> you know? it's 
because you want to throw it and sometimes you're like, oh, because and, right. and again, if, if you've never pitched and you're listening, it's probably like, dude, it's just it's a four seam or a two seam. But it's mm-hmm. just that it's taking you out of that natural thing, especially in your position where you want to go in, you want to impress. You've mm-hmm. done this before. You've been in spring training a ton. Um, you're coming off a year where you finally got a chance to get back to the big leagues last year was was now the new pitching coach this year pete woodworth right it was he a guy that if he said something was there that trust factor because i want to get into you know what you did in in double a last year and that transition but was that something that if he says it or if if he sort of signs off on it or if someone signs off on it that you trust is that the difference yeah for i mean for sure for him uh and that just that's because of you know, he's just a people person, uh, yeah. you know, type of coach he is, uh, very like a player coach. Um, yeah. And he's he says some things, too, where I'm like, eh, you know, like, I don't yeah. know, I'll try it. And, and then, you know, maybe not like it. And then he's cool with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's, he's very transparent. So uh, but when he mentioned this two seam, you know, I threw a first couple and I seen it and I was like, all right, yeah, I'm going to start just <laughs> ripping this thing off, just throwing it. And then ever since then. But, uh, yeah, he uh, he definitely knows what he's talking about, puts the work in and uh you know, great, great person for the job. And when he mentioned that, that was at the end of last year. Uh, that was actually, yes, end of last year in our meetings, and then uh, going into this year in spring training. Gotcha. Yeah, it, and it's something you you mentioned. You have to see it visually yep. to, to say, yeah. It's again, man. I go back to this all the time. There is there's some pitching gurus on Twitter and and hitting gurus and everything else, but <laughs> I, I I can't explain this to people enough you have to be able to see it 60 feet away and that feel out of your hand, which makes yep. all the difference in the world. Yep. So, so going back, to, you mentioned 2019 and, we, and with, with Pete, he obviously meant a lot to you having, having a rebound in 2019 like mm-hmm. you did, right? Because you started the year off, you started the year off in AAA, um, didn't, go, didn't go great. What was, once the season kicked off, were you – were you upset you didn't make the team out of spring training, or you kind of expected? Was it was it said to you at the end of spring, hey, look, you're probably going to go to AAA? What what was that vibe going back to April last year? Yeah, uh, you know, I went into camp uh, wanting to make the team. Yeah. Uh, you know, getting traded over, I knew I wanted to come in. Uh, you know, make a strong case for the for the one of the spots. Um, you know, I knew coming in that uh, wouldn't probably be many spots open, but I knew yeah. I might have a slim chance. Uh, ended up not. And then uh, went to spring training, but then I had a good good exit meeting um, where they, you know, talked to me and explained that I would go down there for a little bit and it wouldn't be long before I'd uh, be up with the big league team, um, you know, to come in after you, you say. Uh, so they told me that in spring training right. uh, way before I even went to AAA. But uh, yeah, went to AAA and, uh, you know, just kind of snowball effect type thing. Yeah. Just, yeah, just kind of uh, got it out of whack and it just kept going. Was it was it more mental, physical, especially like you know if if you go back you know April when when all of a sudden you, you mentioned the snowball effect which happens quick, mm-hmm. right? Especially, and and I, I want I'm going to get to something in a second if I forget I need to write this down, but it happens quick, man. Was it was it something? It wasn't mechanical. Was it something in your head? Uh, I think more so it was in my head uh, yeah. than anything. There may be a few uh, mechanical cues in there uh that i wasn't uh you know getting it and but that was probably because i was making the adjustments as time was going because right. i kept seeing more failure and then i'm just trying to figure it out uh but uh more so mentally yeah and and the, the reason i asked that is because 
and I've been there before where you're in spring training, you, you're coming over, you have a huge trade, you know, for, with, with packs and you come over and everyone's, you know, telling you what kind of priority you are. I mean, I was on that caravan and people are coming up to you. Oh my God, Justice Sheffield. You know what I mean? <laughs> people are so excited yeah. to see you. And in spring training, you're around major league stuff is all around mm-hmm. you. All of a sudden you go and you have that meeting. They say, Hey, you're on a triple A and they could tell you anything. They could say, Hey, you're coming back in a week. Right. Or, or they could tell you, Hey man, you, you, <clears throat> you it doesn't look good. Whatever, whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. That's just, you don't know till, till <laughs> it happens. You don't you, know. You, yeah. You don't know. <laughs> But then you get to AAA, and I've been there before, and and you're up like the first week, you're like, oh, I'm good, I'm only going to be here for a little bit. But then that shine wears off, man. Yep. AAA is no friggin' joke. No, first of no. all, <laughs> no, it's not. Especially the PCL, that's no oh, joke. Yeah, it's, and and not only is it, not only is it, you know, obviously the everyone knows about the ball flying there, and they had new baseballs and the whole thing, right? And you can you can chalk it up to that or whatever. The travel is brutal. I don't mm. care. You can talk about bus rides all you want, but yep. having to get up at four o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. right, to get on a six a.m. Southwest connecting flight through Dallas to fly somewhere, yep. it's brutal. I, I have a theory, and I, I remember I was talking to Marco on this podcast. My theory is that Dallas airport where you Dallas, you know, one of those connecting airports yeah. when you're yeah. flying through is or wherever it is, Denver or whatever. When you go in these AAA cities. That's like the graveyard for AAA players. Their aspirations just go out the out the window because you're like, I just don't want to do this anymore. You know what yep, I mean? Yep, yep. It's brutal. <laughs> it's terrible. I agree with you. That was the worst thing for me was the travel for sure. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. you just I was I felt delirious, man. Felt like I didn't get any sleep hardly ever. <laughs> yeah. it just uh, it was tough. Do you still have to wear nice clothes when you when you're traveling or no? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> four o'clock in the morning, you're in a, you're in a, you know, button up and, and yeah. slacks. <laughs> and you get you get the C ticket on the Southwest, right? Yep. And you yep. you, you, you got the button up. It's uncomfortable. Just let me wear like sweatpants. No one knows who yeah. I am. Like just let me. Right. You know? Right. Like I know I'm representing the Mariners, I guess, but no one cares. Nah. And the worst is to, <laughs> the worst is there was a couple times where the flight attendant would walk down the aisle and say, hey. Uh, you know, you guys are a sports team. We're like, oh, yeah, triple A baseball team. So as the flight lands, oh, I want to wish the uh, the Tacoma Rainiers the best of luck. It's just like, just <laughs> yeah, come on, get like, just get just get me there. Come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just want to get off the, off the off this plane. And and the other part of this is too. And and um and speaking of Marco, see, we talked about triple A, the salty squad. And this is no this is no disrespect to anyone who's in triple A. But I was one of those dudes, man, where, where you're in your late 20s, all of a sudden you've gotten to the big leagues and then you've kind of done this one with your career. All of a sudden it's gone back and forth and you're stuck in AAA or, or one of the, some of these guys who have been designated for assignment. You yeah. have to deal with that too. So when you're a young pitcher like you and you're a stud, you're a big prospect, everyone knows who you are and you're starting to hit, hit, you know, hit the skids a little bit, there's really no one to bounce anything off in person. Because everyone there is just out for themselves, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, and that's how it felt too, man. It was, it was a tough situation. It was tough. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it's like no one cares about what you have, what what you're dealing with, because ah, oh, you're a young prospect, you're a first yeah. rounder, dude. You know what <laughs> I mean? And I've been that dude, man. I, I remember being in Oklahoma City in 2011. I was designated for assignments with the Astros, and they were they were losing, so they were just you know sending every young kid up, and I was like. Any young kid around me, I'll admit, man, I was like, screw you guys, man. I'm mm-hmm. out, I'm, I'm out for myself mm-hmm. here. So you go from you go from that, right? And then you go to double A. Now, 
when you look at this from an outsider's perspective, I remember you getting sent down to double A and I was like, oh man, because you, know, you and I sort of wouldn't say hit it off, but we got to know each other at the, at the caravan and you know, I was really rooting for you. I mean, it, it was fun to, to, to watch you do your thing in spring training. And then I see you go from triple A. I, I look at the numbers, you know, I look at a snapshot. I'm like, oh, what's going on? Then you go to double A and all of a sudden you just get on a roll, right? Yeah. What? And this goes back to some of the things we talked about triple A, double A such a better environment, right? Yeah. Why, oh, yeah. For you, if you describe that one to me, when you went to double A, what was the difference as soon as you got, you know, your, your feet wet down there and you knew you were down there? Yeah, I think it was, uh, honestly, it just kind of brought me back to, to, to reality, brought me back to, to the times where I was grinding, actually grinding, you know, yeah. uh, uh, I knew I was taking the bad flights and stuff like that, but I actually enjoyed going back and riding yeah. the, the buses and, yeah. and, 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 and just hanging out with the team kind of, it was a more of a team camaraderie, right. uh, you know, the, the group of players that was down there, we were winning, um, you know ton of prospects on that team so it was it was fun to be on you know great group of guys and it's it just made me it, it i meshed easy uh yeah i went down there and and also i was pissed off so you know yeah. i kind of you know i was ready to go get my get my thing going again uh you know i heard enough negativity so i was ready to get my get my uh game back going but uh yeah it was it was it was a good mesh back down there you need some of that don't you sometimes when you know everyone's told you how awesome you are and you go to triple a and you you sort of you expect people to not to do your favors, but you expect things just to happen, and you lose yeah. some of that some of that grind, some of that fight, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, and that's yeah. what happened. That's exactly what happened. You know, I went to knowing. I think what messed me up uh, most is knowing that I was going to go to the big leagues in that short amount right. of time, and then yeah. just and then that just that's the only thing I was thinking about. I didn't care about anything else. You know, I go two innings, give up seven, and I'd be like, oh, well, you know, I'm, you know, that's yeah. my date. That's when I'm yeah. going, you know, once right. I get there, I'm going to take off, you know, just yeah. stupid, uh, yeah. you know, but uh, like I said, we all got to go through it. Yeah. Now you're right. And, and, and that's something that it's, again, when you're looking from, from the outside, you're looking at that thinking, well, you should change, right. It's change, right. It's, it's, it's not easy, man. When, when you have, and I always think that too, like, and now for you guys, it's different from when I was a young player. I was never a huge prospect, but then I, I, I showed up on a couple prospect lists yeah, and it was probably yeah. the worst thing for me because I'd have some like front office member come down. You guys, it's way harder for you because you can get on Twitter, Instagram, and, and you've got all these outlets saying, here's the top 10 prospects and whoever. Yeah. So you're like, oh, sweet, I'm, I'm good. There's my badge. I'm, I'm, I'm destined to be, to, to be big time. But I'd have front office guys come down and say, hey, man, like, you know, that – they're really excited to have you up there. And I'm like, oh, well, and then yeah. set, give up a six spot. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm good. And that just snowballs. But yeah, the, yeah. I think the you mentioned too, the energy is different in double A, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was it was definitely win environment. Uh, yeah. You know, they were trying to win. Uh, they were out to get a ring that year. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, that just kind of brought me back to to that fight that that actually playing for something um yeah. you know uh it was it was it was i was grateful to go down there actually so yeah and you have to take some of that bottle it up i mean even you're having a good spring yeah at, at when spring was finishing what, what, did they tell you that look you're going to be in this rotation did they mention any of that this year in 2020 uh yeah i mean that was pretty much kind of i mean i think set in stone uh yeah you know i didn't really they didn't really say much about it. Just kind of anytime we talked or sat down, it was more so talking about how yeah. I can get better. Um, yeah. So, and I think too, and 
you know, and that's that's great. It's great to hear that, you know, especially in spring training. But you sometimes feel like, you know, especially at the stage you're at now in your career, that you kind of want them to say, hey, you have to compete for a spot as long mm-hmm. as they possibly can until the you know until the day where you're actually flying off, right? Right, right, exactly. Because I mean, you don't want to. <laughs> it's tough. I've been through spring trainings where I've went through and I've did terrible because yeah. you know I just wasn't knew I wasn't gonna make the team and then yeah. just didn't even care or whatnot and then. You know, this one, I was just like, you know, forget it. I'm out here just trying to get better. Yeah. And then uh, whatever happens, happens. So, um. yeah, going back, going back to Pete Woodworth. Now, you go to you go to double A um, and this is the first time you'd been around him. Yeah. Okay. First time. All right. So and, and I want to, you know, sort of from your perspective, introduce him to Mariner fans who are listening, um, who's you know the, the new pitching coach. So what was the fir- what were the, some of the first conversations when you met him? What what were some of the first things he spoke to you about? Yeah, the first well, the first day I walked in, he uh, he sat me down. We had a meeting, and uh, you know we just kind of uh, he sat down and he asked me what I wanted, uh, um, you know what I wanted to accomplish. He knew that I was coming from AAA and whatnot. He didn't care about uh, me being wanting to be in the big leagues. He yeah. wanted me to know he wanted to know what did I want to accomplish this season still. Right. And we went down a list of goals and things that I wanted to do and. Uh, um, you know, mixed in that that was that this is a winning team and we're all about winning and um, uh, that's that's our attitude and uh, we're gonna have fun while we're at it. Yeah. And you know, Woody's just just like I said, a people person and uh, easy to talk to um, out there on the field, on the yeah. mound or in bullpen sessions. Just kind of sees everything. Um, you know. And what what were some of the answers when he said? Because it's hard, man. It, 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 when you get sent to double a like that you kind of like you know screw you screw like you just don't even want to be around people it's hard Mm -hmm. yeah and he says what do you still want to accomplish this year i mean your first thought is like screw 20 2019 (laughs) yeah right right and yeah that's exactly how i was thinking what were some of your responses those first conversations with him what were some of your responses when he said what do you want to accomplish this year yeah well like i was thinking that too i didn't you know i didn't want to go down and be that like you said that player that gets demoted and you know just just is terrible doesn't even yeah. look like they're having a good time just I didn't want to be that player I wanted to you know uh fit in when I could and, and help the team win yeah and uh that was my main goal and that's what I told them uh you know I need anything I can do to help this team win yeah uh, you know I just want to get back to having fun and winning that's, that's yeah. pretty much the two things that I told them so and who when you when you got down there who, who are your buddies down there because I mean you you're new to the organization but who are the guys that you were it's good to see you I feel yeah. comfortable now that you're here yeah, for sure, Dunn. Um, you know, yeah. me and Dunn, we kicked it off in spring training, actually, that spring training before we uh, – he went to AA and then I went to AAA. Um, so it was good to see him again. And then uh, uh, Kyle Lou, uh, yeah. he, he was uh, – his locker was next to mine. So, you know, I, seen, I was chilling with him. And uh, Evan White, I mean, I can go down the list of line. I mean, it was yeah. just all those guys. We were hanging off, off off the field. If we weren't, you know, on the field, we were eating or we was hanging by the pool. There was a lot of – you know, team hanging out, which uh, yeah. you know, I, I missed. I missed that. It's yeah. cool to get back to. You know what I'm saying? So, AAA. It's hard to. It's hard yeah. to manufacture that in AAA. Oh, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. A lot of old guys. You know, yeah. they got families. They're not. You know, they're just trying to get back yeah. to their kids and stuff. So, that's awesome. And and yeah, you know, it's funny. I um in 2008, um, Tampa Bay Rays went to the World Series. Right. 2007, yeah. a buddy of mine, Grant Balfour, um, he was on that team. And in 2007, I said, dude, like, because a bunch of young guys on that team, 
And I said, God, you, you know, you guys are struggling. He goes, no, this is a blast. This is so fun. Now, he was an older dude. He goes, all these young guys, man. And, and, and the th- one thing he said in 2008, because they went to the World Series, mm-hmm. he said that all these guys knew each other back in double A. Like, they were all buddies. And they were all sort of, you know, pushing pushing each other and right. had that that little communal thing. Because yeah. you don't get that in the minor leagues. In the Like, minor leagues, it's so competitive, especially you're talking about Justin Dunn. You guys are basically battling for the same spot. But if you guys are buddies, it makes it so much easier, right? Right, right. Because, I mean, we just feed off each other. Uh, yeah. That's that's kind of what we talk about all the time. You know, we just want to keep feeding off each other, uh, keep driving each other. Now, back to back to Pete. As as the your outings went on and you started to get, you know, that snowball effect and you started to you know, put up some serious numbers, um, what what was that, you know, what was the progression with him? What was he seeing and what were you guys doing differently? Uh. I mean, honestly, it was more so I went there and the, since the first day I was on the plane, I kind of noticed that a little simple mechanical cue that I was missing, that I was doing mm-hmm. in AAA, I was really rushing. I wasn't staying on my backside, staying over the rubber. Yeah. And I told him that the, the first day. So the whole time I was there, he, that was literally the whole thing he was hammering at me. He was staying back over the rubber, staying back over the rubber. Um, and that was literally the main thing and then the other thing for woody would be just the attitude on the mound the drive that you know he always he loved when i was out there pitching with swag uh coming into the dugout like hyping up the players and stuff like it was it was fun but uh you know it's i was out there competing you know i felt i felt fierce out there i felt like nobody could really hit me when i was down there and felt like that carried on uh for the rest of the year so it was good to get back to myself that's one and that's that's another thing too i noticed when you came up you made like a spot start you you're Body language is completely different when you came back up. I mean, you, you had that swag about you, that alpha, that, which, you know, is something again, when, when you're, you know, getting hit around, man, you just get smaller, you rush. Yep. And yep. that's something, that's something I did notice last year. So, okay. So he's a guy. And again, this is, this is for people who don't quite know, you know, Pete. And I, I don't know, I've, I've met him once. I met him at the winter meetings real quick. So he's big on that kind of having that presence on the mound. He he he, oh, yeah. he preaches that. That's awesome. Oh yeah, I love he it. loves that. He loves it. That's awesome. Okay, that's great. So okay, what about? So you have an older brother. He's he's in pro ball. Went to Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. Yep. Was he when you're in AAA and you're going through those struggles or any time in your career? Was that someone you would, you know, bounce ideas off? Do you guys have that kind of relationship? Oh yeah, uh, I would call him. You know three times a week, uh, you know, even more, you know, with our schedules being busy uh, playing and stuff. But, uh, you know, he would try and watch my outings and see what was going on and things like that. And, uh, you know, just just always uplifting. Uh, yeah. You know, he's not he's not going to ever tear, tear me down. Uh, so he's always going to be the person that I always revert to to help out, see what she sees, anything, uh, things like that, and, you know, vice versa. Where's he at in his career? He, he's still with the Dodgers? Yeah, he's with the Dodgers. He's in double A. Uh, he was in big league camp this past year, first big league camp. Oh, nice. So, oh, great. Yeah. yeah. How'd he do? Uh, hopefully. He did He did pretty good. Uh, he had a really good couple first outings. And then uh, um, last one, he, he he learned some things from that one. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. He, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, he, uh, you know, he loved it. He, he had a great time. Uh, you know, he's, he makes him more hungry, you know, to get up there to the big league. So is it is it still that older brother, younger brother? Like, if you try and give him advice, is he like, hey, shut the hell up? You know, because you're still you're younger than him. 
not anymore. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, think, I think, yeah, not anymore. I think early on a little bit, but now we're kind of at the same understanding yeah, where, yeah. you know, we want the same thing. So, Is he proud of you? I mean, because you've done some big things quickly in your career. I mean, yeah. getting you were 20 when you went up, you made your debut? 20, or 21? 21. the Yankees? 21. Yeah, 21. I mean, that's that's ridiculous. I mean, that's that's extremely tough to do uh, that fast to make your debut. Is, is that something that he's really proud of you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, uh, he actually had to come to New York and, uh, for my debut and I think he had a better time than I did, honestly, <laughs> for, for the homestand. So he, uh, you know, he, uh, he definitely talks about it all the time about, uh, you know, me going up and, and things like that. So definitely proud of me and I'm you know definitely proud of him. You guys always have a good relationship, even when you were kids. Yeah, yeah. Coming yeah. up, I mean, there was a lot of fights, a lot of fights. Yeah. You know, don't, don't, you know, it was a lot of fights. But uh, no, nah, we, you know, we're only eleven months apart, so yeah, wow. uh, we, we were pretty tight growing up. That's awesome. That's great. And he, so he went to Vanderbilt, right? Now I want to ask you about this, and this is something when I'm talking to sixteen, seventeen year olds, like studs down in Australia, that, and I, I spoke to you about this at the caravan, right? Vanderbilt's a massive school. You were committed ready to roll to go to, mm-hmm. to go to Vanderbilt, right? Yep. And obviously and the Indians came along, made you, you know, your first round first round draft pick, made you made you a huge offer, which yeah, you got you got to be out of your mind to turn that down, right? right. Was right. that around that time when you look at this on paper, you think you think, okay, Indians make an offer one point six, oh, boom, okay, he's gonna sign professionally. But Vanderbilt, that as a kid, was that a, that was that a place that because your brother went there, right? Was that mm-hmm. a place that you and your brother, when you were growing up, said, "Oh, Vandy, I want to go to Vanderbilt." Yeah, I was actually the one that turned turned my brother on to Vanderbilt. Uh, really? He was actually, yeah, he was actually committed to Tennessee. And, oh wow! Uh, so then uh, their head coach got fired, and they got a whole new staff. So then he decommitted, and uh, you know, I had been wanting to go to Vanderbilt since I was probably seventh, eighth grade. Uh, David uh, Price, you know, he went there. Yeah. So I was a huge fan of him, um, watching watching him play out there. So. Uh, you know, I put my brother on them and we went to a couple more visits and then he, uh, committed before me and then I was after him. So, so you guys went on visits together. Yeah. Every visit, really? every visit, yeah. Every visit he, he had, I was on with him. How would that yeah. go? But, but were they trying to recruit both of you guys? Yeah. Yeah. They would, they would talk to both of us at the same time. So how would that go? Did, like when they're, you know, making an offer, was it separate or were you both in the room together? How'd that work? So since he was older, um, he would always get the offer first and then they would soon, they would say, and then next year we'll follow up with the same thing or gotcha, you know, gotcha. things like that. But I would always be in sitting in on the meetings and things like that. Cause you were even on their field. On, what's the name of their, what's the name of their, their field? Uh, Van- Hawkins. Hawkins. You th- yeah. was it, that's where you threw the no hitter 17 Ks. Yeah, yeah. And you already committed at that point, right? Yeah, I was committed there. Yep. Because yep. I watched it's funny because I watched the clip and uh, and not, not to I hope no one from Vanderbilt's listening to this, but I watched the clip. You're like, oh, hopefully more of these coming up. <laughs> and then, boom, so, yeah, go on. You sign with the Indians. So it's yeah. Because like, you know, they got a huge fan base, you know, and they're a huge baseball program. That must be like, yeah. is this really? So when okay, so the Indians and you would have had a bunch of teams. What were those conversations like? Were they like, hey, and your response was. And and you can correct me at any time. You're like, no, no, no. I'm going to go to school. This is where I want to go. Don't even bother with the. How how's that conversation go down? Because we're talking first round, you know, f- first round dude. It's not like, 
you know, in Australia, we're talking, you know, kid gets offered a hundred thousand bucks. You're like, Oh yeah, I'll go there over anywhere because they just, yeah. they don't quite understand the system. So for you, what were those conversations like? What were these teams throwing at you to try and to fill you out? Yeah. Um, I mean, we had numerous house visits, you know, I think I met with every team, um, you know, and we told them we were pretty sturdy on, uh, going to Vandy. Um, you know, that was one of the big things. And, um, you know, that was a hundred percent fact. Uh, my parents were big time on going to get our education, uh, yeah. going to, going to college, getting those years in, playing with my brother again. Yeah. Uh, you know, that was, that was a lot weighing on me over here, but oh, yeah. you know, I just told the teams that, uh, you know, they would just have to throw me some life changing money and, yeah. um, you know, we'll see what happens. And, uh, I just kind of took it from there. And when you say life changing money, like what amount of money would it have taken to sign you to take you away from going to Vanderbilt? Probably right around where I was at. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, probably right around where I was at. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just tough, tough to turn down and go oh, to yeah. school. I think about it all the time. You know, I think about what if I would have went to school. You know, um, but uh, you know, I think I made the right decision looking back now. Yeah, yeah. Do you, and so there's there's no regrets or you know did your brother you know, a year later say, dude, you should have came here. Anything, uh, anything like that? No, I don't think, I don't, I don't think there was any regrets. I think everything kind of worked out on yeah. its own. Uh, I was staying with him in the off season up in Vandy. So I, I was kind of getting, getting right. a little so Were you able to, and you were able to work out, you know, at, yeah. Oh, see, I mean, that, yeah, yeah. Okay. They would let me work out, uh, do, go throw or whatever. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was, it was still worked out good. Yeah, and it's tough, right? So when you you sign out of high school, and I've seen this all the time. I played rookie ball, yeah, you know, year and a half in rookie ball, whatever it was. Just you know, it's 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 crazy because you've got a bunch. You, first of all, you've got everyone from Latin America, a bunch of you know seventeen year olds, and then you've got you know, I was I was eighteen my first year. Everyone's so young, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's hard. And the thing is too, you you there's nothing to do. I I don't know if you went straight if you were if you ended up even played in rookie ball that first year, but I did. Yeah. Yeah. You're in, you're in extended spring. There's nothing to do. Mm-mm. No, it was straight rookie ball. I remember I was like, dude, what is like, this is like not what I expected at all. Like I'm thinking we're supposed to be playing in stadiums, fans, all this stuff. And, uh, you know, you get out there and there's no fans, you're playing night games and yeah. you're out there midday practicing hot, can't even breathe <laughs> down there. I mean, it's just brutal, but, uh, we made the best of it though. It was yeah, one of yeah. my favorite years, honestly. My first year at rookie ball. Plus, you had a good year as well, right? Yeah, but yeah, we we won the championship, so can't complain. Oh, there you go. Nice. Yeah. It's it's amazing, isn't it? Like, you go from, you know, you're a first rounder. You go, you know, there's all this hype. You get to wear the Indians uniform, the whole thing, and then all of a sudden, it's such an anti climax. And you at that point, you're probably thinking to yourself, man, I could be pitching to Vandy right now. <laughs> Seriously, I was too. I was. Yeah. I was calling my brother like, dude, like you wouldn't even believe what this is like. Right. But yeah, it was it was uh it was tough, but uh, rookie ball days, man. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so and then later that year, you get into into some trouble, right? It was that 2014. Mm-hmm. So you yep, get arrested. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. So so talk me through that. You're 18 years old. You're a kid. All right. Mm-hmm. And I did some dumb things when I was 18 years old. So what what went down? Not many Mariner fans, you know, know this. With basically what went down, you got arrested for trespassing. And yeah. underage drinking, yeah. right? Yeah. So where where was this at, and what all went down? It was just in my hometown. Uh, like you said, we were 18, stupid, uh, hanging out with a bunch of my buddies, just drinking, and uh, you know, girl got involved, and uh, you know, uh, 
drinking, <laughs> drinking and girl. That was two things that didn't yeah. mix well. And, um, you know, things went down that really shouldn't have, uh, really should have got unresolved. It really should have got resolved, but um, blew up um, more than what it should have been. And then, yeah. Uh, but um, it happened and, you know, definitely regretting it, I guess you could say, but yeah. glad that uh, it happened because I grew up instantly, had to uh, and, right after that. And, and if it had to happen, that's the time for it to happen, right? Oh, like yeah. Earlier, because he's, because, and this is what I was thinking about because I was going through, you know, your early years with the Indians and the Yankees and everything else, you know, prepping for this. And I'll think back then because I did some dumb stuff when I was 18. And, it's one of those things that if you feel like you're invincible, right? And at that point in your life, you're a first round draft pick. You, mm-hmm. you know, everyone, I mean, you go back to your hometown and, and you're, you're a rock star, right? Yeah. Yeah. And if that's something that didn't quite hit you like a ton of bricks, which I'm sure it did, you're yeah. talking 20, 21, 22, when you're a higher profile guy or you were the Yankees or something like that, nothing right. against the Indians, but New York, dude, you do something like that. Yeah. Man, you, <laughs> you're times 10. Yeah. yeah. So what was the reaction? What, uh, right when that happened, did you contact the Indians? What? what how'd that all go down? Yeah, yeah, I had to call the Indians, um, <laughs> contact contact them myself, um, let them know what happened, and uh, kind of uh, went through it. And they pretty much told me that they had my back. Um, and right. whenever uh, I got through the whole court thing, then then uh, they were going to fly me out there just to kind of get back to baseball mode. And that's kind of right. what happened. Went through so- it. Um, went out there. So what month was this? This was December. Okay, so um, December. Yeah. So who did yeah. you call? Who who in the Indians? Not not the GM. You call the farm director? Uh, I called at first. I called Mark Allen, which was my pitching coach, rookie ball pitching coach that year. Gotcha. Uh, you know, I didn't at eighteen. I didn't even know anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just knew that my rookie ball team. That was it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so then I had to uh, I had to get off the phone. I had to call uh, Mike Turnoff. And um, who else was over there? Antonetti, Chris Antonetti, okay. and talk to right. them on the phone, and just let them know what happened. And you know, uh, you know, they told me just to hold tight and let it work it out, let it work itself out, and see where where we go. So right, so, we so, able to get through it. Right. So their first response wasn't you know trying to punish you or anything like that. They tried to you know keep it quiet and basically got you out to where to Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, they was just. They were more thankful for me telling them before, yeah. it, you know, blew up. Blew up, um, yeah. You know, so, yeah. Um, so, and then, so you're, so from there, you're in Arizona, basically, what, from, you know, December all the way through to spring training. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was okay. out there just kind of working out, training, and then after that, every off season after that, uh, until I got traded to the Yankees, I was out in Arizona. Really? Doing, yeah, doing uh, uh, strength camp out there for two, four months. Yeah, and and this was a reaction long. because of what happened? No, no, definitely not. But yeah, that was, uh, I'm that sure was it was you. But that was basically that was, saying, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah that okay. was me saying like, hey, like yeah. I gotta, I gotta grow up. I gotta get out of here. You know, focus on baseball. Sure. So because we don't, you know, in Seattle, and, and this is what I love about you know the Mariners. I mean, I, the, the, as far as the media is concerned, they have your back. But you get traded to New York, and you said the first thing that they brought up was this. Oh yeah, that was literally the first thing. Like it was like, <laughs> "Hey, welcome to New York." Yada, yada, yada. Hey, what happened on this day? It's, am- <laughs> like, it's like <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? I mean, you come over in a massive trade. Uh, Andrew Miller went to the Indians. 
you came over with um, Clint Frazier, a couple other guys. Yeah. You know, such a you know prospect group. Boom, over. Big mm-hmm. trade. And the first thing, not, hey, look, we're excited. You know, what can you tell <laughs> us about you? It's that straight away. It's amazing. Yeah, well, they, they, they gave me my props from the excitement of the trade. But then it was like <laughs> eventually they, they got to it. Um, you know, I knew they were going to ask you at some point. Yeah. So. And you were able to handle it okay? Wasn't it a oh, distraction? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, you know, uh, like I said, definitely learn from that situation. Like we got to yeah. go through all our, all our faults. So yeah, I'm um, definitely glad I went through mine at a young age and uh, kind of helped me get back on yeah. track. And then so you can't, you, you with the Yankees, you make your debut right in Yankee stadium. Yep. All right. Tell us about that. I love hearing debut stories. Who, who told you, were you in, you're in triple a before that? Or? Yeah. 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 I was in triple a. All right, so so run me through how did you find out you're going to get to the big leagues? Yeah, so I was in the bullpen actually. I'd been pitching. I was a starter the whole, whole year, um, yeah. you know. And there was talks all of, of when if I was ever going to get called up, um, you know, if I could be used out of the bullpen for postseason things like that. So yeah. then Triple uh, A, I get put in the bullpen. So I kind of have a thought in my head. Okay, this might be it. Like I'm yeah. going to the I'm going to the show maybe. So then I start throwing in playoffs in AAA um, out of the pen. My first outing out of the pen was was good, like really good. And I was like, dude, I got this. Like, let's go. And I think it was that mental thing again. Yeah. Uh, I started getting getting swacks all over the field when I got to the bullpen. Uh, last game of playoffs in AAA. Finished the game. I come in. Uh, I think we're down or we're up by like one or two. Yeah. I come in late in the innings. End up giving up the lead. We end up losing the game. <laughs> We're getting sent home. I'm packing my bag at my oh, house man. In, the, at the, in the in the clubhouse, and then uh, you know, uh, Bobby Mitchell was the skipper that year. Called me in, and he had told me that I was going to go to the big leagues. And uh, oh wow, yeah, it was it was pretty sick. All the whole team, even though we just lost, the whole team yeah. was at the door, you know, cheering and stuff. So it was cool. Were you? Were there other guys going with you on that day when they're packing? It up? was it was me and uh, Herman Domingo. Herman. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So then you get to New York, and how many weeks were left in that in September? Because you guys played think, the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I think there was three and a half weeks somewhere gotcha. around there. Yeah, yeah. Because I pitched in, I want to say four four games. Out of right. Pin, so, uh, but yeah, debut got the Yankee Stadium. And, um, we're playing the Red Sox, uh, and we're we're killing them. <laughs> yeah, we're killing them, and it's like ten to one, ten to two, something like that. And uh, Tommy Canley, he's in the bullpen, supposed to be getting hot. Well, he's taking forever to get hot. And uh, Harkey, Mike Harkey, he's he's calling down like, dude, I don't know, he's not getting ready. Like he's he's yeah. he's taking for a minute. And I had already been up throwing a, a side, just a, I was just going to throw a regular side, right. just call it a day because I haven't thrown in a few days. Yeah. yeah. And um, you know, I get done with my side, and uh, Harkey calls down again, and you know, I hear him talking. Canley's still not ready. He looks at me. He's like, "Chef, you want to pitch tonight?" And I was like, "Yeah, let's let's do it. No way. <laughs> let's go. Let's go." <laughs> so then, yeah, uh, he's like, "You got it." And uh, you know, told me I was in. And then, uh, in the heart starts racing. Oh my god! I think my next three pitches <laughs> was halfway up the backstop in the bullpen. <laughs> I was just making sure I didn't trip when I ran out to the mound. It was it was it was definitely I couldn't feel anything like see at all. see that 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 helps some guys. Like for me, the later you tell me, the better. Like the later I know I'm gonna go to pitching again that's what i struggle with starting if i had four yeah. days to know i was pitching it just my head just go you know you know start spinning yeah. but 
So, but when you throw on us, basically throw on a side in, in you know bullpen in Yankee Stadium, you feel like you just kind of get your work in, whatever. Then boom, mm. lights yep. go on, heart rate goes up. Oh man! So you go in. Who who are you facing? I faced the first batter was was it? First batter was I wouldn't even be able to tell you honestly. Uh, I wouldn't even be able to tell you. I could tell you what happened. All I know is what happened. And I think the first batter got on a uh, E uh, error by me, <laughs> a fielding <laughs> error. Yeah. Dude, oh, dude he had a he had a rollover down the line. I was running over there to get it, and I juggled it and tried to flip the first. He ended up being safe. And oh, then yeah. after that, uh, I think I walked the guy, gave up a hit, ended up being bases loaded, one out. Yeah. Uh, Mookie Betts comes up, and, uh, you know, it ended up being 3-1 count. Next pitch, I threw a 90, 94 fastball down the middle. He turns on it, hits it probably about two feet foul. And then next pitch, oh, uh, ground ball, rollover. Uh, double play and then awesome. getting out of it. So yeah, that's awesome. And so you, your whole family's there. Whole family was there. It, awesome. They showed up that day because uh, you know out of the bullpen you didn't know when you were pitching. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh man. So uh, you know, um, it worked out perfect. All right. So then you come over. You come over to the Mariners, right? <clears throat> How did you feel when you got traded? What was the first react? Were you like, man, I'm, you know, I, I want to be stripes. I'm with a big, you know, big market team. I'm a New York Yankee. You go back mm-hmm. that off season. Thanksgiving, you go and seeing your extended family. They're like, dude, you play with the Yankees. Was it? And, and and be honest, man, because you know I've spoke to some guys about this. Was it this thing like, oh man, I I like being a New York Yankee. Was there that reaction at first, or were you excited to come over? Yeah, uh, when I first got traded, very first got traded, I was actually like, I was like sad because I was I, yeah. all my boys was with the Indians. Like that was all I knew. Right. From, you know, eighteen yep. to twenty, whenever it was when I got traded. Yeah. In 2016. So, uh, you know, I was like, dude, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to think. Like, this is, yeah. I don't know none of this. But then after that sink in, I was like, it's the Yankees. Right, let's go. Yeah. Like, I was right. like, I was ready. It was a different feeling for sure. Yeah. For sure. But I'm, to- I'm talking about when you when you got traded from the Yankees to the Mariners, mm-hmm. were you, did, you, did you feel like, you know, we, was there a part of you thinking, oh, you know, hey, look, I want to be a New York Yankee. This kind of, I was hoping to, to start my oh, career. Oh, and I was getting traded from over yeah. there yeah. over here. Oh no no! I was I really? was definitely I was definitely excited. Uh, yeah. You know, as far as the opportunity goes, opportunity yeah. and and um, for myself, uh, you know, it's it's tough over there with the Yankees. You know, they yeah. they oh yeah powerhouse team. Um, you know, they're gonna have their guys. Um, so, yeah. uh, you know, I was definitely happy. I put myself in that opportunity to get traded. Yeah. So. I think too, and and something that you guys, you and you know, you mentioned Justin Dunn, Kyle Lewis. I think. You know, having that <clears throat> going to double A, having that little camaraderie, that little core group that everyone talks about. That's all we talk about, man. We're doing a pre and post game <laughs> show, and we're talking about the double A team. You know, and it's like <laughs> because and it's it's awesome, but I don't think you guys take it for granted, which is good. Like in other words, you know, some guys they, they they're in such a good spot, good opportunity, and I'm coming. This is coming from an old, old dude who's done pitching. I'm looking at you guys. I'm jealous, man. I'm like, all these guys, they're all studs. They're all going to sort of come up and do this together. Yeah. Like that must be, that's so exciting. Like you're lucky in a, in a sense, but I feel like there's not this sense of entitlement at all. Mm-hmm. I, I know right. with you guys. And, and I think you guys sort of understand where you're at and, and how this is going to be like a slow process. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. who, when, so you get, you've obviously been here long enough. When you look around, who, who, so Justin Dunn, Kyle Lewis, 
Who, who are your other buddies on in this organization that you're excited to play with? Yeah, Evan White. Um, yeah. He's another one. Fraley, he's another one. Yeah. Donnie Walton. I'll throw Donnie out there, dude. He's one of my favorite players to watch out there. I, 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 I can get this straight. He wants to be called Donovan, though, right? Donovan, yes, yes. He does want to get called Donovan, yes. Does, does, he, get mad, does he get mad when you call him Donnie? No, no. I usually call him Don. So okay. I mean, he, he doesn't carry it away, but I've heard because he wants to be Donovan now. <laughs> I got an email from you know, the PR. So we get these emails making sure that we're pronouncing names correctly yeah. and stuff like that. And it said in, in bold letters, it is not Donnie, it is Donovan, right? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, he must have said something like, hey, this is not my name or whatever. Yeah, no, but, no, it was none of that. <laughs> so I get the spring training this year, and I'm like, oh, hey, Donnie Walton. First thing, I'm like, oh, man, if anyone's listening to this and knows him, it's going to be like, it's Donovan. You know, like <laughs> mom or dad or someone who's mad yeah. about that. Okay, so, all right, and then what about, what about with the team that was up last year? Obviously, you know, the guys who were there all year. Is there any veterans that you that you lean on? Yeah, yeah. Um, Marco for sure. Uh, yeah. uh, Kendall Graveman, he's he's yeah. a guy who I really got pretty tight with this year. Um, he was my throwing partner all through spring training. Oh, cool. uh, so you know how that is once you get that throwing partner, yeah. it kind of sticks for the rest of the year. Yeah. But uh, uh, um, and obviously D D, he's he's always going to be there in, in yeah. Seager. Uh, right. You know all those guys. I feel like we got a perfect mesh of groups, a yeah. group of veteran guys in there. Um, you know, not. Not, not, uh, they're not going to be, uh, guys that kind of overlook the young guys, you yeah. know, things like that. They're there to help and, and, and answer questions. So, yeah, that's awesome. Well, look, I, I don't know what's going to happen this year as far as how many games are going to get in <clears throat> or any of that, but man, I'm excited to watch your pitch, dude. And, you know, watching you in spring training again, I think it just goes back to you just looked comfortable, looked like you'd already been through the ups and downs of 2019. So that's yep. going to be exciting, man. I've thrown your name out there. Who, you know, who, who's who's the ones to watch? This is on MLB Network, and I, I throw your name out there, man. I'm excited. So thank you for for joining me. Um, no, thanks for having me. On this. It's been fun, me. dude. But one, yeah, sure. once we get back, we should we need to do this in person, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's get all this daggum this, quarantine this, this stuff depressing. out of here, man. I know. This yeah, is depressing. terrible. Ah, <laughs> oh, brutal. Anyway, mate. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate it, and uh, all the best once you guys get back and, and start going. All right, I appreciate it, man. Right? Awesome, man. All right, stay safe, man. Thanks for tuning in to this episode with Justice Sheffield. Now, make sure you click that subscribe button down below because coming up on future episodes, I get a chance to sit down with six-time UFC champion and MMA legend Randy Couture, as well as comedian and huge Seattle Mariners fan, Mr. Adam Ray. I'll catch you on the top step soon.